I'm going to preface this by saying don't take nothing I say seriously. Everything, well, for the most part, is jokes and for entertainment purposes only. So with that being said, welcome to the Laughs University podcast, the eventual biggest podcast in the Midwest. I'm your host, Curtis P. I'm recording this episode one on May 12th. I'll be going over a few topics ranging from introducing myself and who I am, the NBA playoffs, and the YB versus Dirk album beef. So starting off with, my name is Curtis P. I'm from the Midwest, Indianapolis in particular. I'm a college dropout. That's a crazy way to start this. But I'm hoping that this podcast gives me an outlet to push my narratives and get out of my shy comfort zone that I'm currently in. I live with my mother and brother. Like I said previously, I'm a, I'm a reserved individual, but I feel like this podcast can be similar to a journal to get my thoughts out in the open world and just explain myself better. An additional reason that I started this podcast is because as of right now, I want to be the biggest podcaster in the Midwest. I believe currently in Indianapolis, there's like a, a lane open in the podcast realm. And I feel like I'm the best person or a person that can just be in that lane and take over that that mantle. I'm kicking the door, basically. So, but like I said, I want to be a big podcaster. I'm a, also a YouTube actor. I work at a warehouse. So... I don't know why I just said that, but go to my YouTube, go to my Instagram, Twitter, follow my Instagram page, Last University Podcast. Eventually, I'll be on there more so you can get like content over there as well. But currently, I don't have anything right there right now, but go follow there because I'll be over there eventually. Now, with that out of the way, I want to discuss um, the NBA playoffs. I'll say this now. I don't have a team. I'm not a fan of anybody. I'm a fan of good basketball. I like good basketball. I like fluent basketball. Just, I don't know. I don't have a team. I like some players in the league. I like Bron. I like Curry. Um, I like Ja sometimes. Ja be getting my nerves, but I don't know. I'm not really a fan of teams. I just like good basketball. So I don't have a stake in the race, but I like to see LeBron win so I can push crazy, crazy GOAT narratives. So hopefully he can win this year. I would love to see that. So as of today of this recording, the Lakers are playing the Warriors game six in the Staples. I mean, Crypt Arena. Man, I'm still mad it's called the Crypt now. But in the Crypt Arena, um, game five, the Warriors won handily pretty well. Like, I, I thought they would win because I just couldn't see them going out of the fight. But anyway, AD is expected to play after the elbow he received from Kevon Looney. To be honest, I didn't appreciate Chuck, Charles Barkley, and Shaq laughing at him for his injury. I understand the narrative and history surrounding AD, but I think that was corny for them to, to just laugh and just berate him on public TV. I feel like that was very childish. The Warriors reported that Wiggins is doubtful with a rib injury that he suffered last game in Chase. I expect him to play because, I mean, while waiting, he, he missed like a, a two-month span of the regular season, so I expect him to play and play well to be honest so hopefully it's a great game and hopefully the Lakers win because if they lose game six and have to go back to chase this series will be over and um the 3-1 comeback will be crazy I will stay off Twitter for months because the narratives will be crazy so they blow the 3-1 lead LeBron boy that legacy is tarnished not gonna lie um so speaking of momentum switches which this series could have if the Lakers lose so momentum switch such a storm in a Philly in a hostile environment. Take game six to force a game seven. 
at the hands of a collapse from Philly and Jason Tatum's fourth quarter heroics. He scored, I believe, 18 in the fourth after an awful start. He had solid defense, rebounding, playmaking, everything. But for whatever reason, his shot just wasn't falling. He had one point, I believe, going into the third or the fourth. It was just a really bad start. The role, the role players stepped up, in particular, Marcus Smart, Derek White, and Brogdon. They all stepped up really well in his absence. Um Embiid and Harden shot really poorly, uh, especially at the end. They were just basically no-shows. Doc Rivers, he'll probably get fired if this team loses, which he deserves because he's a really overrated coach. He's living off the 07 thing, and I just don't appreciate that. Like, that's been forever ago. He's not he's not a good coach. He doesn't make adjustments. He's really – he's awful. He's, he's awful. Um, The process is pretty much over if they lose. So, it's been – they've been doing this since 2014 or 2015 when – Whenever Embiid was no, because before that Embiid got there, they was losing games on purpose to just stockpile picks. So since like 2013, they've been awful. Or they've been awful, but since 2013, they've been doing this pot process thing. And 2013, I was in like eighth grade. So they gotta figure out something to do there, bro. Cause I don't know. I feel like if they lose, James will definitely be gone, probably go back to Houston and Embiid. I don't know what Embiid will do. I don't know, but I don't know. I like Maxi, so that'd be cool for me. Anyway, now to the Nuggets versus Phoenix series. The Nuggets completely embarrassed the Suns in six at Arizona. In Arizona? At Arizona? I don't know. I'm not good at grammar. Um, the role players besides campaign were no-shows. Devin and KD weren't factors. The team, frankly, isn't good enough. There's no depth. There was no Chris Paul or Aiden, which kind of low-key was better off because – Aiden really didn't do nothing. He didn't he didn't provide great rebounding, great defense, or great scoring at all. He was really a no show. And Chris Paul just slows down the the pace and momentum of the team. So, um, I think I'll blow it up too. I'm, I'm blowing up. I'm blowing up everything. So just blow it up. Um, I need new depth. Um, I need a backup big or just I need bigs. I need bigs, three and D people, a new point guard like a Fred Van Vliet kind of point guard or just a, a younger point guard who's cheaper than Chris Paul and um, a point guard that can continuously move move the needle, to be honest. I don't know. Booker and KD, they had some great games, especially Booker. He was on a tear this postseason, but KD shot inefficiently. He really hasn't gotten acclimated to the team. It's only been like 20 games, so I couldn't expect a, a win like back-to-back series. So especially with how bad they paid, they played versus the Clippers, I really couldn't expect to win. So I, I thought they'd lose in six or five versus the Nuggets. So I'm kind of right. So, but yeah, Devin Booker, um, he played a great series, but I don't know. He'd be front running his ass too much, man. Like how you going to do all this talking that you do and, and then when you lose and get embarrassed back-to-back years, you try to hide from the the media. I don't like that. Like, European players in back-to-back-to-back seasons have been giving belts of ass to Devin Booker. It's really embarrassing, to be honest. So, but besides, especially, uh, speaking of European players, Jokic is the best player in the league, best basketball player on the planet, and Mark Jones needs to lose his MVP voting privileges for not selecting Joker at, on his ballot, MVP ballot at all. So I'm going to pivot this to the NFL where the league released the upcoming season schedule. The first game that was that was announced is the Lions and Chiefs. I expect a okay, the good game. The Lions are pretty well. 
The lines are pretty good. Um, the offense is great. I like the offense a lot, actually, but I expect the Chiefs to win because they're the Chiefs that have Patrick Mahomes. So I expect to win. Um, the Jets have a tough schedule ahead of them after they recently got Aaron Rodgers. Um, I don't know. They have a really tough schedule. They play the AFC as well. So they're playing, obviously, the Bills um, and the Dolphins, which are tough teams. But they're also, they're also playing Denver Broncos, who could be back. Um, the Raiders, they should be okay. The Chargers, they can – you never know if the Chargers, they could be great or mid, probably mid. But And the Chiefs are great as, as always, so – um, I'm gonna say this now. I'm a coach and 49ers fan. That's okay. I know what you're thinking. You can't be fans of both. Yes, you can. Neither one of these teams pay my bills, so I like both teams. The coach they're starting off with playing the Jaguars and the Texans. I'm tired of in division games to start off with. I'm really tired of that that push that they're doing. The 49ers have several primetime games, especially ones including like um games that are on Christmas Day, Thanksgiving, and New Year's Eve. So good luck to them because they started traveling. Um, I expect Brock and Trey to play this year. If Sam plays this year, uh, watch out. It's going to be a bad season. All right, man, so I'm going to switch gears and discuss this Young Boy and Lil Dirk album beef. So in summary, YB and Dirk are both beefing to promote their respective albums. Dirk announced that he'll be dropping his album titled Almost healed on May 12th, shortly after academics said that YB and Dirk beef was squashed. So young boy retaliated by what he always does is dissing both Dirk and Ak and dropping his own project titled Richest Op. I listened to it at work and I'm not going to lie, it was good. I was dancing at work, looking like a complete fool. Young boy on his album discussed how Drake and J. Cole chose sides in the beef and chose Dirk's side ultimately which I thought was weird of them both to do that because I felt like as artists in their caliber, like a Kendrick caliber, I don't have to do that necessarily because you're such, you're just above the, you're above the lower tier rappers. I feel like in that upper echelon that they're in, you don't have to do that. You're just, you have to stoop to their level. You can just not work with either, but I mean, they're grown, man. They can do what they want to do. But anyway, Dirk ended up not dropping his album at all. Pushed his album back two weeks, which is the same day as Moneybag Yo's mixtape. Besides that, uh, he dropped. He pushed his album two two weeks back and dropped a potential Grammy-nominated track with J. Cole titled All My Life. It was a really nice song, real wholesome song, to be honest. And for whatever reason, he announced that he'd fight 6ix9ine. I don't know why he did that. That was corny. I don't know. Anyway, the craziest and corniest thing about that was Soulja Boy tried to include himself in this beat, in this beef, by dropping his own album. It was weird. It was really weird. He just discussed that how they both don't have a crank dad, which came out in 07. And I was born in 07. So, dude, just update your resume. That that was forever ago. So, his album ended up flopping anyway. It did not chart at all. YB charted number one overall. And Dirk and him both have, like, the top three trending songs on YouTube right now. So, they just blew him out the water. So, like I said, um, this is the first episode of the Last University podcast. My apologies if the first episode was all over the place. Eventually, I find a niche, and I'll try to figure out what I like to talk about. I feel like, like I said, I like sports, pop culture, music, and 
all that jazz. So this I talk more about myself, relationships and stuff like that. But um, like I said earlier, follow the last university Instagram and Twitter page. This is the end of this episode. I'll catch you on the next one. I'll catch you on episode two. I'm out. Peace.